This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Stay hungry. Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry, and I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back. This week, we are just doing a little recap, a little life recap, and then I have a special clip for you guys from What the Kids Are Watching with Ryan Bailey, and my mom is actually a guest, and if you haven't listened to the podcast yet, haven't gone around to it, no worries. I'm going to be playing for you a fun clip from that episode where we have my mom come on and we sort of recap this kid's show. She, you know, opens up about her life, and I know you guys have have seen a certain side to her, and, and so you'll you'll get to know her a little bit more uh on today's clip but before we get there uh, let's just chat for a little bit so i'm feeling sick (laughs) surprise surprise and i think i'm pregnant guys i don't know i have this i know i probably shouldn't talk about it beforehand and you know i know a lot of people don't like to say it before you know the 12 week mark and all that stuff. Um, but you know, I share everything with you guys anyway. So I am feeling so out of sorts and I feel incredibly lethargic and like I want to vomit every, uh, so often of the day. Um, like right now I could like, I, I just feel like nauseous. So I don't know what, like if I'm not pregnant, then I'm maybe I'm dying because I just, (laughs) I just feel like absolute garbage. Uh, So we'll see. This is sort of like that weird waiting game of like, okay, let's see if I get my period. I mean, I could take a test. After I I told the story on my Patreon about my sister, she had a false positive or a, a false, yes, false positive, false positive on first response. And apparently a few guys, a few of you guys were messaging me that, um, there's like some, some Facebook groups out there and people have been getting a lot of false positives, which is a little scary. Um, especially because, you know, if you're going through it and you really want a baby and then you get a positive, then you're, you know, then you're not. And it's a whole damn roller coaster of emotions. But, um, so yeah, so that's where I'm at. I'll definitely keep you guys posted, I talked to uh, Ryan Bailey about it. Uh, actually, this week it, it's coming out on Friday, um, and I recorded this yesterday with him. So, um, and he was the first one I really told. <laughs> so go listen, and and he is he's so funny. He's he just asks me all the questions about about this process. So um, 
I sort of break it down for him. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. And it's just so wild. I mean, I'm partially excited, partially nervous. Yeah, I'm feeling like really bloated and tired. It's just such a weird feeling. Um, I mean, it, it was like maybe twice this month that we um, did the deed. So, and it was sort of in the, in the time frame. Um, so we'll see, you know, if not, I guess we'll have to go and figure out why I'm feeling so ill. Uh, anyhow, that's just something I wanted to share with you guys. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to talk really fast about the new iPhone. I want to say it's like the iPhone 31 or something. No, it's like the 14 it's coming out. And the new watch is also coming out. I want to say it is um, the Series 8 watch. And it can, like, track your cycle with temperature sensors. Um, It has a crash detection and um, a new low-power mode, which allows power for up to 36 hours. And then I guess the new iPhone's going to be just a lot bigger. Um, and like in the video sector, you know how like when you take a video and it's sort of like, sh- like if you're running or whatever, it's like shaking. I guess the new iPhone 14 has like action mode for stability, like st- like stabilization. Like instead of having to like put one of like those, those like gimbals on, it'll just like completely stabilize your videos, um, which is so wild especially if you're like in the content creation type of world. Um, and there's also like an emergency SOS via satellite. So for people who are like outside of a cell tower range, um, I guess it requires a view of the sky, but it can also be used outside of emergencies to share your location, like with loved ones when you're out of service or range by using, um, the find my, find my iPhone or find my iPhone app thing. Um, there's also like this new like purple feature. There's just so many cool things on this iPhone. I think I have, I think I'm, I'm still back like on the 12, but it'll be interesting to see what kind of content and what kind of stuff you can do on this, on this new 14. I just, I saw that on, um, the bird's papaya who's actually there at, um, she was there during like the main, um, announcement of the 14. So, I just thought I would share that because I thought it was really freaking cool. Okay. Sorry. Let me catch my breath before I throw up. (laughs) Gosh, what is going on with me? I'm such a mess. Uh, Also, someone was telling me they were, they were listening to last week's episode with Sam, which it's so funny. Some, some, you guys either love Sam (laughs) or you really don't. Sorry, Sam. Um, It's just so funny how it's like love or hate, but I guess same with, same with anyone really. Um, I love him. He's just so funny. He is who he is. And I, and I love that. Um, and he definitely, you know, it just likes to, likes to bust my balls. That's for sure. Um, but I think I'm going to have him on the next couple of weeks. I want to talk to him <laughs> about everything is, it, that is happening in his life. Okay. Going back. Um, shoot. What was I going to tell you? Oh my God. I lost my train of thought. Oh, right. Him and I had a conversation about the Nutrafol which is, you know, like the hair serums and, and shampoos and all that for your hair growth. And then someone messaged me about using it's, um, onion water to, for hair growth. 
Have you guys heard about this? Hold on. I'm going to read it to you. So apparently, if you just Google onion water for hair, adding onion to a hair care routine may be beneficial due to the anti-inflammatory and antimicrobial properties of the vegetables, which can help you grow your hair or enhance its health appearance. Um, proteins are essential for hair growth, specifically the sulfur rich protein keratin because of this onion water can promote strong hair growth and thicker strands. This is just so fascinating to me. And then when you go to like, when you Google it, it pops up like shop onion water for hair and there's already like pre-made onion oils and, and like onion treatments for your hair. Is this not crazy? Have any of you guys done this? Has it worked? Um, and then one person says, or not one person on Google, it says, how long does it take for onion water to grow your hair? Um, published in the journal of dermatology, the study Dr. Paul mentions found that participants with these health concerns saw some hair regrowth after two weeks of onion juice treatment. Four weeks later, 73.9% of patients saw their hair grow. Six weeks later, 89.6% of patients saw their hair grow. What the heck? Oh my gosh. I heard it's really stinky though. It's kind of like B.O. Oh, which onion? <laughs> oh, it's red onion. Okay, that's actually a good question. Oh God, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, am I pregnant? Oh my God, what the actual fuck? <gasps> oh, sorry guys, I'm like full-blown gagging over here. Um, then the other day, I just like busted out in tears because I heard a song that reminded me of my friend who passed away, which I guess can make anyone emotional, but I normally don't cry like that. And I was just like full-blown, just like bawling my eyes out. Okay, anyways, so it's a red onion, the simple ingredient that can give you uh, nourished, dandruff-free, long, and luxurious hair. Red onion is a storehouse of sulfur and is rich in antibacterial and antifungal properties. Hence, it's been used to strengthen the hair and give all the nutrients. All right, we get it. So let's try this. If you guys haven't or have, I'm sorry, let me know. I guess you, I mean, you can leave it on overnight unless you know you're sensitive to smell. Um, but I guess you just sort of put it in your hair and, and then just wash it out and, and see the benefits. Oh, look, Cardi B did it. Okay. Okay. It's been giving a shine to my hair. All right. I'm, you know what? Listen, at this point, I'm desperate for anything to just see a difference. And also I have really bad hard water in this house and you guys were like, Oh, get the, um, get the uh the water purifier that goes that twists on your shower i have a i have a rain shower so i actually can't do that to my shower so i'm trying to figure out a whole system i mean i guess i can put it in pipers and just shower in pipers but then why did i just spend a whole bunch of money on this rain shower when i can't even use it um but also i'm noticing that even like the water in the sink like when i'm you know wiping off counters it's leaving like just like the water residue from like on the counters from the water. So it really is hard, hard water. So I guess I have to just figure out what kind of purifier I can get. Is there a home purifier that I should do? Man. And then I'm, I made this mistake of like looking up all these, um, really healthy people on Instagram and 
damn that it just scared the crap out of me like how much stuff there is in our food and i don't mean to scare you and already like put this in your head but like we have to be really careful what we're putting in our bodies and on our bodies and whatever but at the same time like balance we have to live our life like i can't go you know every single day with just like all organic all you know goop shit and poosh stuff and this stuff i mean like I got like a girl's got to live like Piper has to live too. Um, but I was watching this video of, of, of like the number one thing that is linked to cancer and it's, um, titanium dioxide. And it's apparently like this bleach. Um, I'll tell you right now, titanium dioxide. Here we go. Uh, titanium dioxide, also known as titanium IV, um, oxide or titania is the inorganic compound with the chemical formula T. I'm not going to bore you with all that stuff, but it's, it's used as a pigment. Um, and it's essentially used, uh, it's a, it's a white, white water insoluble, <laughs> insoluble solid. Um, it's, I guess it helps with like bleaching food. Okay. It's been banned in Europe. Um, but clearly not in the U S because, you know, we suck. Uh, and I'm just reading a little bit about it. Okay. So it was found in 11,000 foods in the grocery store. And number one was Skittles. I'm sure you guys have seen this video. It went viral. Uh, Skittles, it was in, it's in pop tarts. It's in toaster strudels. It's in pizza bites in the frozen section. It's in, uh, like, like the little Cinnabon things. Uh, I mean, I can post about it and if you, or I can send it to you if you want me to. I don't like to, I don't know. I like, I, I don't mind posting things like this, but I know for some people it's like, you know, you're not a food per like you're not a <laughs> a specialist in any of this. Why are you posting this? You're freaking me out. I feel like you're following if you care about it, you're following the people that you should. But in this case, um, I'm not gonna push it down your throat. Like, no pun intended. But I think we should really be careful like what we're actually putting in our bodies and what we're giving our kids, especially if we can, you know, just prevent it a little bit, you know? Like I went to this this place yesterday it's called rogers garden here in newport beach and they have a bunch of like decor and garden stuff and um it's like a nursery mixed with like they sell like faces and decor and i mean you name it they have it it's the most beautiful store and they had this, this little jar filled with um these like cookies like the frosted covered cookies you know like the cookies that you could probably eat in one sitting even though they're so sugar filled like those kind of delicious ones that you find at the store they were like that but they were halloween ones and i bought her one not thinking anything and because she really wanted it and whatever and so then i i give it to her in the car and i'm and i'm like i'm just gonna read the label because now i'm obsessed with reading not obsessed but i i like to read labels now just to make sure that okay it has a little poisoning. <laughs> it's not all poisonous. It's just a little poisonous. Ugh. It's so exhausting. Anyways, I tried to make sure that I'm giving her really healthy stuff. So so this one I read. And it the first thing, or like the second thing, it says titanium dioxide. And I'm like, 
damn it. And it has like red food coloring and yellow and all these colors, which by the way, red food coloring is like the worst thing that you can put in your body. And so I was like, all right, just have a couple bites. And then I'm throwing this thing away, which thankfully the girl only needs a couple bites. And it just sort of like is enough for her, which I didn't even want to give it to her because I'm just like, gosh, like why can't we just make delicious foods that are healthy and good for us? Like why the hell are we poisoning our freaking children? It's so infuriating and it's so frustrating. And it's just this like this, this fine line between like being exhausted about like what we're putting on our bodies and what we're all the shit that we're consuming and how everyone's getting sick. And then this, this other part of you that's like, well, you know, uh, we're not living off grid and growing our own fruits and vegetables. So where do you draw the line? You know, anyways, that's my, that's my non-pregnant rant. (laughs) My maybe pregnant rant. Uh, gosh, I will keep you guys posted. I'm sorry for the big, uh, the big question mark. Um, if you're going through trying to get pregnant, I, I feel ya sister. I'm right there with you. We'll all get through this together. Um, Anyhow, enjoy. Anyhow, that's what it sounds like I said. Uh, anyhow, I will leave you here <laughs> so I can catch my breath and possibly go vomit. Um, but I hope you guys enjoy this next clip of what the kids are watching with Ryan Bailey and our guest, um, my mom, my beautiful mom, Connie Poucher, who's always a joy. And I definitely need to have her back on this podcast because I feel like so much is happening in her life and uh, the good and the bad that I feel like she'll have to come on and, and share with you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy this clip of what the kids are watching. Hey, kids. Parents, this is What the Kids Are Watching, a rewatch podcast for grown-ups about the weird and wild TV shows that children seem to love. I'm Natalie Poucher, and I'm a parent. And I'm Ryan Bailey, and I'm probably not a parent. So we've got different perspectives as we break down, praise... And goof on the most notable episodes of the shows your kids are currently obsessing over. Hey, I'm Ryan Bailey. And I'm Natalie Poucher. And this is What What the the Kids kids Are are watching. Watching. Uh, this week we have a brand new episode, a brand new show, actually, and we have an extremely special guest who I think picked the show, right? She did. Now, this is somebody that's actually related to you. I would hope, is, according to uh, 23andMe, yes, she's definitely related. Is this the episode we take a DNA test? <laughs> yeah, is this, exactly. Uh, so, no, we have your mom, Connie. Welcome, yes! Connie. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm so... Uh, I guess I want to apologize on behalf of Natalie uh, just uh, for making you come all the way down here. But thank you. It's a joy. It's a joy to be here, especially when it has to do with kids. I know. So we teased on the well, I think we talked about on the first episode. I was like, we should have our moms on the show. And we made it happen three episodes in. Oh, I told my mom uh, this past week that you were that Connie was going to be on yeah. and then I was like mom you get to be on too because you could tell she was bu-. she was like oh, oh. No. and I was like there wasn't an audition it wasn't like Connie <laughs> beat you out but I was like she might beat you out it depends on how she does you know and and honestly I may or may not have asked him if his dad was single 
for you. Because oh. he, he really talked up his dad. But then I found out they're still married oh, they're all still these married? years. Like, but good news, my dad said that's still fine. Thruples are in. Thruples are in. So you were telling me a lot about your mom uh, the last few times we've met, but you know it's different meeting somebody in person. Yes. How would you describe to everybody at home your mother? So my mom is just like a ball of energy. And she is, it doesn't matter what room she walks into, she just lights it up. Everyone remembers her. She she just, you, you, you can't forget her. Connie, you do you know? agree? Do you agree about Absolutely. it? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> just ask her. Yeah. And, and, and this is that I'm talking humbly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so where, where did you guys, you guys grew up here, right? Or in California? I was born in Mexico City. Uh-huh. I came here at the age of 12. And by the way, hello, everyone. I am so happy to be here. A little nervous, but excited. And uh, when I was, you know, a young girl here, of course, you know, I went to ESL classes, learned how to learn English. And um, I love America. And that's where I had my kids. Well, and now yeah. you get to see your daughter have her own daughter. Uh, what has what that experience been exactly. like? Exactly. So you can imagine this is now the third generation. And oh, I'm I can't even say I'm first-generation American, but Natalie's first-generation American. Now she has Piper Rose, who's, you know, the second generation, and I am just blessed, very blessed. Now, do you enjoy how Piper makes fun of your daughter a lot, I notice, <laughs> on the social media? She seems to really give your daughter a very hard time. <laughs> yes, she does. Does she give you a hard time? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so when you say, when we were just introducing the show right now, and you said, what the kids are watching? No. How I would like to maybe rephrase it and say watching and fighting because just to choose a show and you have three siblings and they're all fighting to see what they're going to watch for a grandma to be there. You know, who do I please? Well, I know they're going to fight. So maybe I need to find and look for shows that are going to be very um, uh, adequate for all of their preferences. Well, that's And that seems like an impossible job. And that's how I came to this, this particular is- show. Nina's world, yeah. Nina's I mean, world. Well, I also noticed that you picked a show where the Abuelita, the you know, the is the is a is kind of a hero. I feel like absolutely, it's- and not just that. The fact that I would love to see the children learning uh, a second language, yeah, Spanish yes. or whatever their their preference is. But I think a second language for sure is going to open their doors in many many ways in America. I love that. So I feel bad because I always just make her watch English, like shows in English. And so she goes to my mom's and my mom's like, she's watching Nina's World. And I go, what's Nina's World? And she's like, it's about a little girl. And we're going to get into the episode. But it's about, you know, a little Hispanic girl and, you know, uses some words in Spanish. And it's mainly in English. But but she says, you know, mommy, papi, abuelita, all these little, little words. And I'm like, wow, I should really be showing Piper more cartoons in Spanish because I am a terrible mother and I don't speak to her <laughs> at all in Spanish. So Nina's World, I feel like, is is so great for kids, you know, to just at least start that conversation. Of- well, I mean, how do kids pick up on language and things like that, you know? That's a great question. But yeah. um, a lot of times they didn't, they didn't want to speak Spanish. Yeah. And when they, every time they spoke and I said, no entiendo. 
no te entiendo, especially if they wanted something that, like going to my friend's house. Como, no te entiendo. It means I don't understand. And they would have to, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I hated uh, it. Oh, okay. I can, puedo ir a casa de mi amiga. Then I said, oh, I got that. Okay, then you can go. Yes, yes. I love that. To go back when uh, you were raising Natalie, what was that experience like? Do you remember anything that she was watching as a kid? I mean, what are those memories like for you? You know, something that I haven't seen lately anymore, uh, but they were uh, novelas. Novela, like, 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 like soap, soap opera. Operas. Yeah, yeah. And they made uh, multiple uh, for children. So, isn't that weird? Wait, Spanish soap operas for children? Yes. yes. I mean, where they were like cheating on husbands and stuff. I mean, like <laughs> the kids. No, it was like little kids like at school. Remember, like Carusel yeah. de Niños. Carusel de Niños. And it was about like a bunch of kids at school. And like, they were. There was this little girl was gonna be. She was gonna turn fifteen. Yeah. And her dream was this particular quinceañera party, which you know Hispanics they spend thousands of dollars. It's like a wedding. Yeah. For a fifteen-year-old. In a quinceañera. So at the sweet sixteen. Did you have a quinceañera? No. Okay. Don't bring it up, my okay. mother. Well, I just my, my mother it up. will start to cry. Oh no, 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 she no! She feels no. terrible. Uh, I'm sorry. What's that? <laughs> hey, you're only 17 now. I mean, yeah, exactly. uh, only a year exactly. past. Yeah. Exactly. That's going to be another <laughs> beautiful episode because uh, I'm hoping that maybe Piper, her daughter, will be my only quinceañera. Because in four or five generations, we have never had quinceañeras. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a long story. But... Oh, my God. Well, that's fascinating. Like, yeah. Uh, so you're telling me, though, that a lot of the kids' shows were potentially telenovelas, or that actually existed. Yes. And it doesn't really exist that much anymore for kids. But, yeah. it, but let me tell you, though, uh, even though they had the option of choosing, you know, any channels, it, 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 they would just, they were waiting the next day at the same <laughs> time, all of them, for the novela. Right. And, I remember and, that. And, and they, of course, they was all in Spanish, even though later they, they would speak English among themselves, but they were there ready and they understood la novela. Well, what is that like, though, watch like that back in there, you know, when I was getting raised and stuff like that, it was only like one television and didn't have the computers and all of that right. stuff. And now you watch this where there's so many different screens to choose from, or even Piper is probably going to have a cell phone before the time I even had a cell phone For as sure. a, you know, what, do you, what is your take on that? Or do you, well, let me tell you what I've learned uh, watching uh, Piper, especially Piper, who's at, at the age of maybe nine, 10 months already, she was already browsing through the cell phones. And, uh, She's a hacker. She's mm -hmm. a computer hacker, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, unbelievable. But one thing that caught my eye is that she stopped at a couple of shows. One was from India, and the other one was from uh, probably Germany. In all, all children's, uh, when you go to YouTube, you find all kinds of languages. Well, she stopped there, and she always asked me for the same one, even though she couldn't understand it. Yes. She just went by what she visualized and then I said, no, this this girl needs to learn Spanish. And uh, I tried with my other <laughs> You're like, you, I will stop you. Uh, from yeah. You are going, no, that's you're amazing. You're not learning Chinese, yeah, you're learning yeah, Spanish yeah. today. So if kids are really getting motivated by other languages, why can't we choose, choose uh, the language that they're going to need? And yes. this, this is very interesting. I have a lady who helps me, you know, with the cleaning of my apartment. And when she came one day, she goes, I am so glad when I see that you are teaching your granddaughter um, Spanish. And this is that I'm talking about this little blue eyed girl, the only one in the family that is going to potentially look like 100 uh, percent Caucasian. And, and, and she needs to me, you know, she needs to learn how to, you know, grow up in the middle of this Hispanic uh, family. And um, well, her father is a Caucasian. And of course, we have others. But 
one thing I thought it was very important for her to grow up in le learning the language. But this lady said to me, you know, I'm so happy that you're teaching your, your granddaughter because I work for uh, some doctors that are German and another lady from Japan. And both of them have their children in Spanish uh, schools, yeah. bilingual schools. They said that especially in California, they need to have the language. I feel like a, a lot of, uh, you know, mothers and, and grandmothers and, you know, families, this is a, something that people deal with all the time. All like the language is time. everywhere. Yeah. And, 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 it's, and it's opening doors. I mean, the, the, the Hispanic um, minority, it's going to be the largest in a few years. That's what my company is already, already making all these projections because we're going to take over. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the apocalypse. Wait, are you announcing you're running for office? What is this? Uh, is I, re I remember. Like, I, was, I, I was dating someone that said, uh, he, you know, he was a very, very knowledgeable individual. He says, I open the newspaper and everything I see is like, I see cucarachas coming all over. And it's like, why? He goes, all the Latinos are coming all over. <laughs> Wait, uh, what did he say? I said, he goes, and I don't mean to offend you. I'm just saying, you know how they expand and they, they're ever... Wait, I, I just remembered we something. We multiply. Yeah. I, I swear to God, we're going to get to Nina's world. But didn't you? <laughs> I was just remembering on social media. Was it Jamie Foxx's tequila or whiskey or something you were Kevin drinking? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Sorry. Sorry. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. She. I, I recorded her because I knew she was going to give me a good reaction. And sure enough, Kevin Hart reposted it because she was tasting his tequila and loved it and was like, I'm Mexican. And I'll tell you, I've tried my, my tequilas. And, and Kevin Hart has a tequila, and you tasted it, and then Kevin Hart reposted it. Kevin Hart, yep. Only because I said I think the magic thing. You know, we usually have lime and salt. This particular tequila does not require lime or salt. How is that possible? It was it's the, the taste very is good. absolutely awesome. So now you and Kevin Hart are like yeah. We're, yeah. We're buddies. Oh, yeah, honey, we're buddy buddies now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, Natalie was like, I can't get Kevin Hart to repost Seriously, me forever. I'm like, you throw my mom on my Instagram. And, and there you go. Did you see Kevin Hart now has a, uh, a tortilla challenge? In the tortilla challenge, you better start making videos. You, well, you're supposed to oh, you, you slap the slap, people in the face. But with he the... has something in his mouth, and I know it was it's, water. It, everyone's doing it, mom, not just him. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's like a viral challenge. Well, they start our first a one. A TikTok challenge. Yeah. Or, yeah. They have to do that let's after this. Make a children's challenge. Wait, you were gonna slap children with tortillas? <laughs> Well, Seems a little, yeah, a, a little like, racial. Hey, teach them young, you know, like they do when you, they learn languages easier. They can take pain. I'm pretty take, sure I've been hit with a tortilla as a kid. You I'm know, sure your own like daughter's hitting you with tortillas. It seems like I'm, I'm, I'm scared of children now. I'd, oh. I'd, I'd say let's just stick to the, to the TV show. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so a little bit of background on. Nina's World. Uh, what what is, what is the background on this show? So Nina's World is a cartoon about the early life of Nina, a six-year-old living in Chicago. Nina's especially close with her super cool, kick-ass, totally spry grandma, uh, voiced by the legendary Rita Moreno of West Side Story and so many more. So what the, the super cool, kick-ass, totally spry grandma, that's why I found it hysterical that Connie picked this because it revolves around a kick-ass exactly. grandma. I feel like. And by the way, how <laughs> my mom's you... not a narcissist at all. No, no. I no, get my but, gosh. And, and, and am I saying that correctly? Abuelita? Abuelita. Abuelita. Yes. Yes, okay. And Rita Moreno, my dad was in love with her since West. My dad's like the biggest, like he's like a sports dude, but then for some reason, West Side Story and Sound of Music are like two musicals he plays all the time Obsessed and he with. had like the biggest crush on Rita Moreno. I mean, what a legend. She, I think she's actually in her 90s. She's 90. And just she just got up. nominated for an Oscar for the updated West Side Story this yes. past year. It's incredible. Yes. I mean, you, you would listen to her voice. You would never think she's 90. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I my friend uh, was one of the actors on that sh- uh, reboot of One Day at a Time on mm-hmm. Netflix. Yeah. And she played the abuelita on that. And okay. she, you, I mean, she was just running around making jokes. I mean, yeah. just like consummate professionals. I mean, just uh, shocked that she was that uh, of that age. Yeah. And if anyone is interested, there's a, there's a um, biography of her. Yeah. Uh, documentaries. A documentary. Yeah. On Netflix. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a great one. And she's a legend. So she voices she the abuelita. Uh, and yeah. It's it's really cool, though. I mean, I, I love that. I just, I've never seen where like a grandparent is almost like the superhero for a, a kid in any like cartoon. Which is, I'm glad that you do see this, though, because even speaking for my, my mom and dad, they half raise my niece and nephew. It truly takes a village, and let's get the grandparents some uh, some shine. You know. I wonder if this is a cultural thing, though. Is it because a lot of like Latinos like they live with their all like their entire family, and like a grandma normally is one to like raise the yeah. kids. I mean, I don't know. Like, I remember I you know I was raised in Kansas, and it, I didn't have my grandparents around me. They you know we had moved to a different state, but now I mean it's. You know, my sister lives close to my parents and they're they're just in each other's life every day. Right. I mean, I can't imagine having a kid and not having help from my family these days. Because I feel like my mom is the real life abuelita. Yeah. You know, like she's the one teaching, you know, Piper lessons of life and telling her stories. And I I mean, she's much more animated (laughs) than the abuelita in the show. But I feel like my mom plays that same kind of role. Do you feel that way? Interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, you're and, like, I sure and, do. Yeah. And, and not just that, the fact that uh, you love your grandchildren, like they're your, you know, yeah. your love, the love of your lives. So what happens then, you are now more patient with them than you were with your children because you learn lessons. Uh, now that they are grown ups, they're telling me all the things that I did wrong. So I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm I'm trying to correct it, but now I'm overdoing it because I'm giving them too much <laughs> sweetness. <laughs> and, and the fact that, um, you have the experience of the things that you believe that they're going to need or even just potty training. Yeah. But just potty training. I mean, they leave me the Another kid. thing my parents did not teach me to do. I still don't know how yeah, to you sit still, on a toilet. Yeah, I know. I, I think you're I'm leaking like, a little bit, right? I thought that was appropriate. I just wear diapers now. I yeah. mean, the fact that we have to teach another human to use the restroom, I mean- oh, I'm, It's wild. It's wild. Like, I'm in, I'm in the thick of it right now, and it's just like- Man. Well, I remember uh, potty training. It was like I, if I sat on the little test toilet or whatever yep. it was, I got this little motorcycle toy. Yeah. And I remember like they literally like Do you held still get it. it now? Like if, do I need to bring a motorcycle yeah. toy? <laughs> right. The only way I can go to the bathroom now is if I <laughs> look at that motorcycle toy. No, but it was like that way. It's like bribing your kid to go to sit down on a toilet. I know. I have to give her like a jelly bean every time. But what if it like how close? I mean, <laughs> I always think about this because I don't have kids like. Is there a point you give up and you're like, I guess my kid's not going to learn how to go to the bathroom because he just can't seem that to get me. it? That was me. Yes. That was me. I was like, and every uh, you put it on social media and everyone's like, they're not going to walk down the aisle in a diaper. They're fine. Like just, it, they may take them a little bit longer, but it's okay. Like they will figure it out eventually. And I'm like, I really hope so because she's like pooping on me. She's peeing <laughs> everywhere. It's like, it's very messy. It's not pretty. Yeah. I mean, there's that, this is like the not glamorous part of, I would imagine child rearing in any way yeah but uh i mean i just i get would get scared that i would raise 
the daughter that would walk down the aisle in with diapers a diaper. And yeah, stuff. I always say that. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. are you saying, uh, can Natalie use the bathroom herself? Did, did you teach her to? <laughs> this, this is she daughter? potty trained? Yeah, 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 yeah. my potty trained. She's well sometimes. Depends how many tequilas I've had. When she drinks the much tequila. Shout out to Kevin Hart. All right. But I've taught a lot of my grandkids to walk, to go to the bathroom. And in a very happy way, a lot of them, a lot of it is singing or, uh, for example, uh, look, look, my another, my another grandson, he loved to go and sit down and uh, I had a little bell. It was the first time my daughter left for three days. When she came back, he was trained. He had a little bell right by the little you know, yeah. toilet. And he, every time he went pee, he would ring the bell. And after he rang the bell, he get a, he, gets, he gets like little candy. So he couldn't wait to ring the bell. Yeah. Why haven't we done, we haven't done that, that with Piper? Because she's a female. Why? What's the difference? Wait, are females not supposed to ring bells? Well, well, <laughs> yeah. Is this, yeah, is this yeah like, wait, uh, wait. We need to fight for the right of women to ring bells in this no, country. No, no. Yeah. To Piper, I had to bribe her. I'm going to give you the cell phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you go pee-pee, I'll yeah. give you the cell phone Here's right here. Wait, yeah. She pees standing up because she sees boys pee standing. So, I, so it gets everywhere. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Boys stand up. Girls, you have to sit down. So she's like literally like... Like just trying to hold something that's not there, and I'm like, okay. You're teaching her to dig is, holes yes. in the yeah, backyard yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, so this uh, this show actually it was in 2018. There are only two seasons of it. You guys all know that I love microdosing, <laughs> and I've been doing it for a while. And honestly. If they weren't my sponsor, I would still be talking about it, and I still do. It's first person. Because after witnessing the deteriorating effects Alzheimer's had on their father and grandfather's cognitive health, brothers Chris and Joe were determined to take their brain health into their own hands. 25 years of research and experimentation later, they created First Person, uh, an innovative precision-targeted cognitive supplement system which uses the brain-boosting medicinal benefits of mushrooms to activate the full potential of human cognition and brain health. First person supplements made with functional mushrooms aim to stimulate the body's natural production of specific neurotransmitters that trigger activities like energy, mood, and sleep. A <laughs> hundred, I was going to say a thousand, but it's a hundred grain-free organic mushrooms, as well as a highly curated blend of nutraceuticals sourced from best in class vendors. So for me, I struggled with just the daytime, right? And then it's the night. And then it's like the nighttime anxiety of like, oh my God, like in the morning I can barely function because I'm just exhausted. And then at night I can't go to sleep because now I have anxiety through the roof. So this just sort of helped me balance everything out. And it's it's something that I feel very passionate about. I've talked to you guys about it and I feel like you know, if you're if you're curious about it, just try it once, see if it's good for you. Um, I, I'm telling you, I loved it, and I wouldn't lie to you. Um, so start improving your brain health and cognition with First Person. Get 15% off your first order by going to getfirstperson.com and use code Humble. That's G E T F I R S T P E R S O N dot com. Code Humble for 15% off your first order. Getfirstperson.com. Code Humble. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. First impressions are everything. So if you're looking to make an impact with your online content, 
you need issue. This is the sort of the easiest way to make your creative ideas come to life and share everywhere you want to be seen. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials to magazines to flip books and brochures and more. There's no need for endless scrolling through PDFs. Issue features your creative content is in an easy to view way on every device. So make it once and distribute it everywhere without reformatting at all. Your content is already optimized for engagement and ready to share. Issue also works seamlessly with tools you already use like Canva, Dropbox, and InDesign. Issue helps creators, marketers, designers, and really anyone who wants to make content that stands out. And you can start using Issue for free. They also offer premium features that give a more customized experience. So get started with Issue today for free. Or if you sign up for a premium account, you'll get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code HUMBLE. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code HUMBLE at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code HUMBLE. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How cute was that, right? I love them. They're 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 the best. I love Ryan Bailey. Um, I actually just saw him on the documentary, The House of Hammer. I didn't even know. I, I thought he was going to be in there, but I, I don't really remember. Then I'm watching House of Hammer, which is the the Army Hammer documentary. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It is such a doozy. It's so wild, disgusting, and creepy, and. Um, but like you can't stop watching you're gonna binge watch all three episodes if you haven't it's on discovery plus and it talks about how you know because he came out that he was a cannibal and then you start all of a sudden start to hear the sort of like the great great grandfather story and how it sort of goes back freaking generations of how sick and demented all of this family was and it's just uh it's a nail biter for sure um damn is he hot and that's what sucks because <laughs> you're watching it and you are so conflicted because you were like mm, but i let you nibble on me maybe <laughs> maybe just a finger but god damn you're hot but it's really not funny because he actually did do a lot of damage to women so i don't mean to make light of it um it just a part of me had that moment of like but god damn you're hot but but then you hear these women of like what they went through by the way i'm, I'm totally like sidetracked here but you hear the women and what they went through and it is so heartbreaking um, and so messed up in every way, shape or form. Um, and, and you sort of see how he trapped these women to like fall in love with him. And then he would go and just like completely 
like mind fucked the shit out of them. Like it was crazy. So many women and he's still getting away with it. And that's sort of the premise of the show. It was like how, you know, wealth and uh, wealth is power. And um, and it's so messed up. And, and so just go check it out. It's on Discovery Plus. Anyways, Ryan Bailey um, is one of the the sort of storyteller esque people on there. I don't know what you call them. They hit. They interview him about um, talking about about army and, and whatnot. He's so great. So go check that out. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. You you can find what the kids are watching every other Friday anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's a kids rewatch show where we watch all these kids shows that you know us parents are already watching, um, and then we talk about it. And and he it does this fun little recap, and I sort of just antidote my life and and essentially what I do here, but just a lot of mommy talk over there. Um, and it's just a really good time. We laugh a lot and it's really great, lighthearted, fun, family-esque type um, show. So thank you for letting me rant. Thank you for listening to me just go on and on this week. I apologize if I make zero sense. It's about 115 degrees outside and I'm sweating balls and try not to vomit all over myself. So... <laughs> With that said, I love you all and I hope to have uh, good news for you next week. So hang tight and yeah, I'll, I'll see you all. I'll see you all on the on the flip side. Remember, guys, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.